Hey everyone, welcome back to Real Talk NFTs, where we talk all things Web3. And I'm very excited today to have on Larissa Barbu, who is the COO of Exchange.Art. I'm super excited because uh, through NFTs, I'm getting into art, and I'm so happy to have Larissa on here to talk about it. Alongside our resident, you know, art NFT connoisseur, Brian, who's also my co-host. So uh, welcome, Larissa. Hi, Joe. Hi, Brian. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, thanks for joining us. Please enlighten me, enlighten Brian. You've been in the space for a while. You've, I don't know, tell us about your background. Were you in art previously? Uh, tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, um, I started actually in finance. Um, I worked for JP Morgan right after university. It was right at the time when Ethereum was taking off. And I discovered Ethereum with my partner and we started building our own mining rigs mm. that we still have today nice um then we started buying a few um bitcoin miners litecoin miners that sort of stuff and that's how i started many many years ago i mean what feels like many years ago um then i started uh, working with different crypto projects and the last one is of course exchange art can you tell us a little bit just like dig a little deeper about exchange art and about the platform and about the marketplace so Exchange Art is the one-of-one one marketplace or ecosystem, as we like it, we like to call it, that focuses on um, artists. That's that every decision that we take as a business goes around the artist. If they benefit of that, then we are surely going for it. Um, we are also the first one-of-one one marketplace and the only one so far that has multi-chain capabilities. So. The idea was that since last year, we started having artists that were experiencing overhead of maintaining two communities on two platforms, using um, different applications, maintaining communication and marketing and profiles on all of the, those platforms. And they started to demand from us because they really loved the experience that they had with us um, on Solana because that's where we were native. They started to require us to um, integrate another chains as well, because they expected kind of the same seamless, very friendly experience um, on the Ethereum side as well and on other chains. So this year we delivered and we integrated Ethereum. Um, and that makes us the first and only one of one marketplace that offers cap both capabilities. And basically it's, it's we're helping artists reduce the overhead and unite those two communities that sometimes may have a little beef going on between them. Yeah. Yeah. I've been fascinated by art because of NFTs, not previously, unfortunately. <laughs> and because of that, uh, it's, I find it hard to navigate and there's so much NFT art. There's so much movement the last two, three years. I'm sure it's been a roller coaster for you, Larissa, with, you know, all the talks about royalties and then, you know, on-chain art like Bitcoin and, and different layers of blockchain, like you mentioned, like how do you navigate all that for number one, the artists? And then maybe you can talk a little bit about the consumer and what they could expect. So it's certainly been a roller coaster. I think that's even an understatement. <laughs> <laughs> um, but we are strong supporters of royalties. We, we have been from the very beginning. Um, and here I can actually make a bit of a parenthesis because 
we started exchange art with a lot of rational decisions and we built it very, very rational. So it felt for a while that we are building a straw man, right? And then we started seeing as we grew, as, as we onboarded more artists, and they started to see a bit more success and they grew with us. We, we basically grew together. We started seeing messages popping up on Twitter from artists that were saying that we changed their life. That mm-hmm. now they're able to buy their mom a second car, small car, because the car broke down many months ago and they weren't able to have another one to have it replaced. Or having finances available to help someone from their family with a cancer treatment. Or just having money for their education or doing something that they like, creating art. Mm -hmm. And that's when we started to understand, to to look at our little straw man as actually being a live thing, (laughs) having finally live in it. And that came a lot with royalties. The more artists stick to the platform and learn how to use it and grow their communities, their NFTs started to exchange hands on secondaries and they started to receive royalties. So our little straw man was now an, a child that's alive <laughs> and has a soul. Um, and royalties were a big part of that. So we've always been a strong supporter of royalties. Um, navigating everything that happened in the past two years has definitely been incredibly challenging. The wide range of challenges from, I mean, you name it, we had so many booms and busts and booms and busts mm-hmm. and all of them outside of our control that I think it puts to test any management skills right. and risk <laughs> risk mm-hmm. um, management skills that a person can have. This being said, I think so far we are doing great and we're looking forward to the future. I love it. I, I love that you support royalties. I'm a big, you know, um, advocate for creator royalties. I yep. think it's for long term growth within the industry. It, it means a lot. You know, if you're not getting secondary royalties, I do think from like a collector's point of view that like the artist, you know, isn't getting that extra income, so they could come out with more pieces of work and possibly like dilute their own. Uh, collections overall. So I, I think royalties are not only fair, but very important. So I love that stance. Um, I, I, I've, I'm familiar with your platform and some of the some of the creators that are on your platform, like uh, Patrick Amadon and Amber Vittoria. I'm a, I'm a huge, I'm a huge fan of both. Uh, I love Patrick. I have a few of his pieces actually personally and love his like glitch art. But what's the process for uh, onboarding artists and creators. How do you choose them? How, is there an application process? How's that? How's that go about? So part of our ethos at Exchange Art has always been that we are an open and inclusive platform. There is no application process as such, and we we do not particularly pick artists necessarily. So that's not what we are about. The platform is open to anyone, to any artists that would like to try to dip their toes into this world. And we are always one click away for them if they have any questions. We have a live chat on, on the platform. We have the Twitter account, Discord. We have a team that does this 24-7. So we are there for them to help. Um, so from an onboarding perspective, yes, we are open and, and inclusive. However, um, if we see artists that 
we are interested in, we will reach out to try to see if they would like to, to try exchangers and to try the experience with us. But most of the time, we grew through word of mouth. So referrals, artists that had a good experience with us, then referred or introduced other artists to us. And we've always spent a lot of time on Twitter and in Twitter spaces and podcasts and on YouTube, sharing as much as possible from what we learned from other artists and having other artists share their experience because what the technology culture is, is most of the time learning one from another. And this translated in crypto as well. And that's what we do. We, as soon as we are learning stuff, we are um, sharing them with the word. And then as the market changes, as we are learning more from a technology perspective or market or anything else, we're always out there communicating everything that's new and everything that we learned in order to help more artists have success in this space. The, the artists are changing along with the industry. And what's your thoughts on, you know, all the upcoming progresses? I'm talking about dynamic NFTs now, um, AI implemented with NFT art. Uh, are we seeing demand from that? Um, what's your thoughts on that over? I know it's a loaded question because it's a big topic right now. Um, I, I actually don't think it's a loaded question. I think it's it has, again, a few parts to it. So. AI art, it's really interesting and there is a lot of effort put into AI art um, at the level that, for example, Rafik Anadol does it, right? So that's, that's one side of the AI art. On the other side, we have the AI art that's being done by prompting a few words and in a few seconds having a piece mm -hmm. that's being done by DALI or by any of these platforms that are providing us with outputs, AI um, outputs. So both of them are one-of-ones. If every time there is a prompt on that side, um, the piece that the outcome is, is unique, then that's a one-of-one. So from our perspective, that's fine. From a, from a um, demand perspective, I think collectors are actually looking a lot at the story that comes with that piece. A lot of times they are buying into the story and into artist trajectory, right? So mm -hmm. if the artwork has a story attached to it, then there is demand for it. If um, there is on the other side more kind of low effort AI artworks and there isn't a huge amount of time and effort put into telling the story of that piece, then the demand is, is not exactly there. Going back to becoming like multi-chain, I think that's fabulous. So you start off as a Solana and then you migrated and brought on Ethereum. Uh, where did that idea first derive from? That Was that most of your artists and creators requesting that? Was that just the company's vision long-term overall? Can you walk me through that a little bit? Do you mean about the Ethereum integration? Yeah, exactly. Just I know you start off at Solana. Just curious the process of the integration of Ethereum, which I, which personally I love. I think it's a great idea. Just was curious about the vision overall. So we've always wanted to be an artist hub, actually. So an ecosystem, not um, a small NFT marketplace. So we've wanted to, to become an, an ecosystem where artists can come and then they can use different tools in different times of their artistic trajectory to realize commerce. 
So from that perspective, it's always been on our roadmap to add multiple chains. In the, and, and there I'm actually mentioning chains that have an art focus where there is some sort of art activity happening. Um, that's on, on exchange art side. However, we did it also at the demand of the artists that we're seeing that they're putting quite a bit of effort in maintaining different profiles on different platforms, some on Solana, some on Ethereum, and having two separate communities that they had to communicate all the time and update all the time and keeping the loop. Um, so those two kind of met in the middle and there we go, we have Ethereum on Exchange Art. <laughs> and the unique thing about that is also the fact that as part of one series, people can combine, artists can combine both Solana NFTs and Ethereum NFTs side by side. So they're not exactly split into two different worlds as we've seen in other uh, PFP marketplace, PFP focused marketplaces. Um, on Exchange Art, you can see them side by side and enjoy, enjoy artworks produced on both chains. That's awesome. Yeah, just a lot of people have a lot of they want to test a lot of different chains, I imagine. So bringing them in one place and having a hub would definitely make more sense as an, as a creator. I definitely, it, yeah, go ahead. Sorry. And it makes it a lot more easier for, to be discovered as well, because you'll have yeah. collectors and artists that have collectors from Ethereum that are coming to exchange art to see the pieces that are on Ethereum, but then they're also exposed to the Solana ones. And it's the same for the Solana collectors. They are exposed to the Ethereum ones that are part of the same body of works. So that helps artists quite a bit, and artists and collectors with discoverability. Gotcha. Can you tell us a little bit about the decision? Um, is it only one-on-one, or do you actually um, host you know, open editions? Or is it, uh, what, where, how did you come to that decision? Or is, is that the only thing that's offered, one-on-one -on -one art? We have both one-of-ones and editions. Editions, we, okay. we launched editions last year, I think somewhere in June, if I remember well. Um, and I think that's, that's part, that's the thing that I was talking about when I was saying that we aim to be an ecosystem of tools that artists can use at different, at different times of their career. So to give you an example on how these tools are used sometimes by artists is if they are very new and they're just getting started, they're starting with buy nows. So they put a fixed price for their one-of-ones. As they're putting a bit more effort in being in getting known in their marketing efforts, in their communications, spending a bit more time in the community and making themselves known, they're moving for, from buy nows to auctions. And then for a while, they'll kind of juggle between buy now and auctions, but they'll move more towards the auction side. Now, what happens with some of these artists is if they get right all the parameters and they find their way of succeeding, the price of the artworks will increase. As the price increases, the base, uh, the group of people that will be able to afford one of those pieces becomes smaller and smaller. So at some point, as the artists become bigger, what they are looking for is actually expand their collector base. And what they do is they, they use editions exactly for that. They acquire, they already have a base of collectors and they have a base of fans that they can't afford to buy the pieces as the auctions are running fairly high. 
So with editions which are quite the equivalent of prints from the traditional art world, they are able to increase their collector base. So that's how editions came on exchange art and that's how mm. artists are using them. Yeah, that's the same experience I have as well. I have some one-of-ones and cherish those one-of-ones, but there's some artists that I'm frankly a little priced out, but I, I still want to have exposure and just say that like I, I have a piece of their work, so I have collections from some bigger names out there. With that being said, um, have a little fun with it. Who are some of your favorite uh, artists or creators that um, you collect? I'm not allowed to pick winners here. Oh, I was going to say, it might be a little bit of a loaded question. What, what, about yeah. ty- what about type of art? I'm sure there's different variations of art, generative or photography. Can you go that route and tell us some of your favorite art there? Yes. So there are particular 3D interactive pieces that I really love. Um, and I love photography as well. Okay. Very nice. Yeah. I'm, I'm um, st- Go ahead, Joe. Sorry about that, bud. No, you're the art expert here, Brian. I'm gonna let you go first. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I was ju- I was just curious because I've seen some of the one of ones. I love like the photography NFTs. Like that's something like probably over the last year I've been getting more and more into and following a lot more artists. Now I don't think I saw generative art on your platform. Is that something you offer on Exchange.art? So we build a different house for generative art. It's called Code Canvas, um, and that's what we service. That's a bit more curated. We had a few drops already, and it's focused on generative art. Has it been pretty positive reaction? Like uh, quite a few drops, quite a few visitors since it's opened up? You said March, right? Um, Yes, if I remember well, it was February or March. I, I don't remember exactly. But yes, it, we received lots of positive feedback and people love the experience of actually being able to click and see different iterations of the art and seeing what, what else pops, pops there and what's interesting for, for them in that, um, as part of that, of, of that creation. So um, what happens sometimes is that people use, artists use Code Canvas and Exchange Art um, as when they do generative collections, if they pick a number of one of ones, curated ones, they're dropping them on exchange art and we have a small category for generative art on exchange art. Yeah, with, with a lot of um, exchanges nowadays, we see that, well, not with art exchanges, but with the regular NFT exchanges, there's a, there's a, it's a lot of back and forth going on on features and functions. How do you stand out and differentiate yourself you know, because we know it's a little bit crowded. Right. So um, we have zero fees for artists, which are really, really proud of. Nice. We are protecting royalties with the price of life. <laughs> um, we offer a provenance feature that's super easy to read. Um, and that's amazing for artists that and for collectors that are coming from the traditional art world. Because what happens there is that you need a certain overhead of time and resources and networking to be able to find out if the piece is real, if it's genuine, and to find out the whole chain of provenance. So in our case, it's really easy. You can click on any any artwork on Exchange Art and you'll be able to find the whole chain of provenance and figure out who is the artist, who are previous collectors, and, you know, everything really that you'd like to know about that. We also have an exhibition or a gallery feature, if you'd like to call it like that. Mm -hmm. It's also free of charge and anyone really 
um, can can curate their own exhibition. Nice. Even if you have the pieces in your wallet, even if you own them, or even if you don't, if you would just like to tell a story, which usually happens on the curation side, then you are able to do it on Exchange Art. Um, and yes, we are really, really dedicated to artists and collectors. Uh, and yes, we are the only one and the, the first one and the only one offering um, Exchange Art and Solana as one of one art marketplace. I can't wait to dig in a little bit deeper uh, on the entire platform. It seems like you've between like Exchange Art and now with Code Canvas that you know you just informed me that there's a lot of generative art drops going on there, and I have a soft spot there, so I can't wait to check it out. <laughs> I love the idea of the gallery feature. It just feels like you are. Uh, what am I trying to say? You're you're just more than a marketplace. Um, oh, yeah. You know, it's you can discover new artists and new one of ones, and you have this generative art okay. canvas platform because that's something like I've 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 bought a lot of, on art blocks in the past, but then it's like led me to find some other one of one artists. So I love that it's all like it's almost like a one stop shop, and then you can have these pieces that you're really proud of and display them in the gallery. I haven't done that yet personally, but maybe I'll do it on. Uh, your platform here. That's why I was mentioning that we like to call it an ecosystem because that's that's the direction in which we are going, trying to be a one-stop shop for artists, for collectors, and for curators, and hopefully for galleries as well. Yeah, that's that's really cool. I just I just love your vision overall. It just seems like you have a plan. It's not just like here's the interface to buy and sell your art NFTs. Um, I, 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 I've been very like personally interested in this. I don't have a lot of NFTs where a physical comes with accompanies the NFT at the end of the day. Is that something you offer on your website, or something? I guess your artists offer, or is it mostly just 100% digital um, pieces of art? It's something. So um, there are artists that are doing that on Exchange Art. They are doing the physical pieces. For example, they are painting um, an abstract art artwork and they are then digitizing it and when it's being sold it goes together the physical and the digital we don't have an integrated and seamless experience for that yet but it's again one of those things that we have in mind to add on the platform the ability to add to, to deal with all these logistics that has to do with um, delivery of a piece to wherever the collector is so it's it's part of the grand plan, <laughs> but artists are doing it already, even if it's it's not uh, very straightforward at the moment. Yeah, for me, not being as an expert as art as Brian, uh, my art pieces are scattered across multiple wallets, multiple chains, and I struggle to yeah see all the art. I would love to have an online gallery, and we see you know progression in technology with you know, the Apple goggles, with augmented reality. Uh, uh, that would be great. Like, where do you see? kind of these exhibitions, you know, happening? Is the metaverse still a thing? I, I know there's exhibitions and galleries and fashion shows on the metaverse, um, art exhibitions and whatnot. Uh, um, what's your thoughts on overall, just the progress of technology, you know, having these galleries and exhibitions online? Joe's dropping the questions. <laughs> I know. <laughs> um, first of all, um, you can connect different wallets on exchange art multiple sorry you can connect multiple wallets to a profile on exchange art so if you'd like to see your artworks from multiple wallets in one place you can see them as part of your profile on exchange art so that kind of solves takes away the pain that you're talking about 
Um, in terms of how the future looks like and if we will all experience them in a metaverse or gaming or where, I think it's still a bit early to kind of pinpoint where this, where all of this goes. However, I see that the generations that are coming, they are more um, used to the digital world, to buying in-game objects and all sorts of digital assets. And of course, VR, AR, all of those um, really interesting experiences will will um, get their attention as they are growing up. So I yeah. think there is a word for NFTs in that, and especially with the Apple goggles, of course. <laughs> I, I'm excited because I want to collect more NFT artwork personally. I, I don't understand why not all hotels have it, right? Like we, we frequent mm-hmm. museums or whatnot. If you could just scan a QR code and mint it right there in open edition, uh, I would love to have that and then have like a smart algorithm. I'm not sure if you have a smartphone like Google Photos or like Shutter, like these platforms, they they tastefully curate your photos and they mm-hmm. make they put music behind it. You know, I wish someone would do that for my, all my artwork. I'm like, hey, here's my Solana artwork. Here's my Ethereum artwork. Put it up in an exhibition nicely, curate some music and let me walk through it virtually. Um, I, I would I would absolutely idealis- idealistically love that. I think that's a lovely idea. Uh, point taken. Not sure if <laughs> <laughs> not sure if you will be able to fulfill your dreams this time. Uh, but I don't know. Try to put it under the Christmas tree and see this year, next year. Um, I don't see why that wouldn't be possible, honestly. Awesome. Yeah, my comments turned into more requests. It seems I think <laughs> more and more as I do <laughs> the show. <laughs> That's fine. I mean, we are used to that. And that's what usually expect a lot from artists and collectors that we interact with. We need this sort of feedback to understand what our users need in order to build it for them. Yeah, across all my collections, not only just art, even in sports collectibles, uh, I see it getting to a realm. And, and I, I'm not upset with this, just like my photos. I have tens, we all have tens of thousands of photos stocked away and google does a good job of curating it for you and other platforms so i think that it it's meaningful to a lot of us as artwork it is to me and the ability to have that curated somehow um on on a timely basis would be amazing because i think we would all like to collect and enjoy these kind of moments in time where um it has significant meaning to us i love it I, i mean i really love it and we were in talks with restaurants for example um that would be able to offer at the end of the experience an NFT as a memory to their guests. Like, say, you celebrated an anniversary there um, or an interesting and important moment for you, you'd certainly appreciate if you'd be able to have that with you for the rest of your life and Mm. even leave it to your kids after that. And that's possible with blockchain. I mean, we are sometimes offering actual paintings from generation to generation and it remembers people of a particular moment that happened in their family. However, as the time goes by, they are a bit more difficult to maintain. They are prone to all sorts of damages. And with the NFTs, that's just, it takes away the pain, right? So you receive at the end of that anniversary or the beautiful moment that you had an artwork to have it in your wallet and then share it with your kids and, and just have it so they can remember about that, about your, I don't know, wedding anniversary. Even after you're not there anymore. Yeah, I, I love I love the big picture of the entire platform. I love I love like the vision and really excited to 
uh, build my own personal gallery. So hopefully you both come and take a look at it here soon. Share <laughs> it with us, please. Just tag Exchange Art on, on Twitter and uh, we'll happily take a look. I, I definitely will. Yeah, and absolutely. And with no fees, I think a lot of uh, artists will come about with this turn of technology. Even myself, I've had this thought of, hey, maybe I could become an artist in this new world <laughs> of AI and generative art, something that I never even thought possible. Uh, I'm not doing it, you know, so, you know, uh, people, it's okay. You know, I have no competition. <laughs> <laughs> but I do, I do see a lot of people becoming more artistic and creative through this technology. And I think mm-hmm. that um, it's, it's only the, the start of something really dynamic. So I'm really excited to see uh, my own journey into art. Uh, and of course, exchange.art. I've, you were the, one of the first exchanges I've seen on Solana blockchain So uh, I'm, I, uh, as a marketplace. So I'm super excited to see you guys still here and doing things for the community. And that's what's needed. Really humbled that you actually followed us from the very beginning because there are not um, a lot of people that have been doing that. And I think that's what you mentioned. It's exactly what's revolutionary about this technology. The fact that before and in, in even today in the traditional art world, in order to make a living as an artist, most of the time you need to be accepted by a gallery. Mm. And that becomes really, really difficult and they become gatekeepers. And from there onwards, um, you experience commissions from 50 to 80% of any sale that you do through that gallery, um, which from my perspective is fairly prohibitive. <laughs> mm-hmm. But it is a service, I understand they offer a different kind of value. I mean, that's a different discussion. But what I'm trying to say is that with the advent of blockchain technology, artists are actually free to do artwork and express themselves and share their vision with the world in their own time, with their own, um, on their own schedules and on fairly no cost, to be fair. Yeah, that's super exciting. I, I look forward to all the artists that's going to come on board um, onto this platform and excited to see Brian's exhibition. Uh, I want to see, I'm going to create my own because <laughs> I have a lot. Uh, I look forward to the restaurant NFT. I, I just took a picture at a restaurant for my wife's 30th birthday wow. and that and that's not an nft and now i'm upset <laughs> so i'm getting minds you see <laughs> yeah so you're 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 definitely solving issues out there for sure 100 because i don't even know where that picture is i mean that it would be great to have it on my online galleria through exchange.art yeah there's so many problems that uh, uh that you guys are solving so i'm super excited about that super excited as well and thank you so much guys yeah, I'll, I'll put you. all the links to where to find you and also exchange the art down below to connect. And we would love to have you back. I'm sure we're going to have a vastly different conversation in just a few weeks, I imagine. I agree. Thank you so much, Joe. And thank you so much, Brian. Really love what you're doing. And um, speak soon again. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Bye.